Hi, I'm Jonathan. And I'm Jeremy. And welcome to Inside Quotes, the show where my brother and I discuss our favorite childhood movies. This is gonna be fun. We can stay up late, swapping manly stories, and in the morning, I'm making waffles. Since we were kids, we've been obsessed with movies and have found ourselves always speaking to each other in movie quotes. To the point that we formed many inside jokes, or as we like to call them, Inside, inside quotes. quotes. That was bloody brilliant. Each episode, my brother and I will be taking turns picking a movie to rewatch, review, and relive the magic of our childhood. Mm. I know some of these words. We hope you'll join us for the ride, and maybe we'll make a few inside quotes of our own. Enjoy the show! And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. Welcome back, everyone, to episode 15 of Inside Quotes. I'm your host, Jonathan, and I'm here with my brother, Jeremy. The quack attack is back, Jack. Quack, quack, everybody. What's up, everybody? The, um... Quack, quack, duck nation. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) Duck dynasty? Oh, wait, wrong franchise. Yeah, no, let's go with that. Welcome back, the duck dynasty. Wait, no, that's wrong. I don't know how I don't know what you want me to respond I don't to. On that. Know either. <laughs> this sucks. So this week we're continuing our coverage of the Mighty Ducks film franchise with D two, the Mighty Ducks. That's how they that's the original way to say it is D two. Yes. Unlike D2. the first one, it's just the Mighty Ducks and it goes straight to D two. Yes. Yeah. D one is false. Not M D two. So yeah, this is uh this is Jeremy, this is your pick, right? Yeah. It is one of my favorite sequels of all time. Yeah, it's great. Um it's cla- I mean it's it's falls into the category of uh the sequel that is better than the first. <laughs> as well as falls into the same yes. category as that. Um it's a runner up definitely to Shrek 2 cuz Shrek 2 is definitely way better. And what's another hmm. one? What's what's another sequel that is better than the first movie? Well, uh, Empire Strikes Back. It's- That's the fifth one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Attack of the Clones. Yes, <laughs> and I do have, I do have a thing to talk about, uh, that relating this movie to Attack of the Clones. So interesting. Stay tuned. <laughs> no. <laughs> But yeah, we, we kind of talked a little bit in our, our previous uh, Ducks episode uh, how growing up, we we only have the third one on tape. Mm-hmm. So that's the one that we're most familiar with and how we kind of watch these in the reverse order. So this has been a pretty good, I don't know, experiment for me yeah. <laughs> to like rewatch Watching them. it the right way. <laughs> <laughs> in the correct order. <laughs> um, and like actually noticing like some of the themes and some of the I don't know, things that, the, you know, the different things that make up the Duck franchise, <laughs> the hallmarks of it, like, and uh, that, that I didn't really notice before. Like, we went from Bombay barely being in it at all, 
not the coach. Yeah. He's just being yeah. this legendary figure to like, yeah. oh man, he's the best coach ever. Man, he gets a little distracted from maybe to also he gets a little distracted from money and fame and all that, but you know, he's the best coach ever. And then you watch the first one and you're like, he's a scumbag. Yeah, he's not that great. <laughs> so the third one solves that problem by just not having him go through any like <laughs> I guess that gets old after a while. He goes through a little yeah. Bombay dip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know what the third one does? And the third one, Charlie goes through that. Yeah, because Charlie so, is just bo- Bombay is Charlie. Yeah, but we'll have to save that for our D3 talk coming up. Yes. But, so, uh, Jeremy, why did you choose D2? Well, as I've explained, um, every other week we've been doing a different hockey movie because it's the Stanley Cup playoffs and the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, are still in it, I might say. I might add. Um, and I'm just in a big hockey mood, and I've that's all I want to do is watch hockey movies. Like uh, like the Mighty Ducks? Like the Mighty Miracle? Ducks and Miracle, and that's it. I can't really think of many um, others. There's that MXP movie, MVP, <laughs> where he plays hockey. Hmm. Basically Air Bud with a, with a monkey. Yes. <laughs> we... I actually don't even remember MXP that much. Wait, wait, wait. MVP. MVP. Yeah. That's that's the skateboarding one. Yeah. I, I don't remember what the... There was a hockey one, but I don't remember what that's called. I'm going to look that up. Well, I think it's MVP, MVP2, okay. and then there's MXP. Which is the best and one. And again, again, like the Ducks franchise, MXP, the third one, is the best one. <laughs> yes. Most extreme primate. In the nineties there was there was this like craze of like kids sports movies. But I feel like what was the death of like the kids sports movies was the animal sports movies. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It was a... the Air Buds and the and the most extreme primates and all this stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Um okay, so MVP two. Okay, I got it. So it, it's from the people that made Air Bud, also made this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Most Valuable Primate is the hockey one, and then Most Valuable Primate 2 is the skateboarding one. Has nothing yes. to do with each other. I've never seen the second one. I'm Yeah, me neither. So much nostalgia right now. I didn't even... And all, of the, all three of those movies were done in four years. I mean... Wow. I mean, <laughs> they don't take that long to do. I, they're not very good, obviously. But all right, if we run out of hockey movies before, if we run out, if we run out of hockey movies before the Stanley Cup is over, which I don't think we will, um, then we'll cover Most Valuable Primate. Let's do that next year. Okay. <laughs> so how how are the Lightning doing this in this tournament? You know, I'm very glad you asked that because. The Lightning are doing just fine and dandy in this year's Stanley Cup playoffs. Um, the Tampa Bay Lightning have done exceedingly well. Um, we just beat the Boston Bruins in round two. And now we are in the Eastern Conference Finals. Eastern Conference Finals. And now we're playing the New York Islanders. Um, so, And we've beaten them two games to none. And all we have to do is win two more games, and then we are in the Stanley Cup final. Then we either have to beat Dallas, the Dallas Stars, 
which used to be the Minnesota North Stars, which is a big Mm -hmm. piece of this movie. So I'm kind of hoping that they beat the Vegas Knights because nobody likes the Vegas Knights. They're the Iceland team. They are the Iceland team that nobody cares for. They're too good. Oh, their jersey's black. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. You didn't know that? It's proof. Yep. <laughs> I bet they were Hawks, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the uh, the Mighty Ducks 2 reference from uh, from Parks and Rec. You remember that when Chris? No. Or Andy Dwyer. Oh, man, you got to look that up. So it was in the Model UN episode. Uh, where they're trying to get Andy to pick a country and they're like, Andy, will you take, are you, how about Japan? And he's like, the bad guys from karate kid too. <laughs> no, don't think so. And then he's like, what about Iceland? The bad guys from mighty ducks too. Even worse. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, how about Germany? And he's like, yeah, they've never been the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> Parks and Rick is so good. And, Unpopular opinion, hot take, better than The Office. At me if you want, but... For sure. Parks and Rec, greater than The Office. You got all you need from The Office, and more. Including excitement. (laughs) There's there's no bad characters. Not one. (laughs) Except for for Brandanowitz, and he's irrelevant. Brandanowitz sucks. (laughs) Plus... If, if if we're just basing it off of um, Rashida Jones's characters, like Anne Perkins is a, such a better Anne Perkins. Anne Perkins is such a way better character than Karen Filippelli. Who likes Karen? Nobody does. Who? It's the, it's it's <laughs> who she played in The Office. I know. I'm just. Oh, <laughs> okay. Just making sure. Who? <laughs> who? And Chris Traeger is literally, literally the greatest <laughs> character actor this generation has ever seen. Modern science says that human beings will someday live to be 150 years old. I believe I am that man. <laughs> I intend to be that. <laughs> I intend to be that very thing. Man, oh, now man. I want to watch Parks and Rec. You, uh, you got me into that. I did. There's a, there's a few shows that you've kind of like convinced me. To like get on, yeah. to, to start watching, and I've been pretty good picks. My senior yeah. year of high school, I was really into just giving shows a chance, <laughs> and that's when I watched um, Parks and Rec. I got into that, and I tried to get you to watch an episode. I was like, "Dude, it's like The Office, but it's funnier." And you're like, "I don't, yeah, care. yeah. I don't really care. I've seen The Office; it's not a big deal." Um, and I'm pro- we're probably triggering some of our listeners right now because mm-hmm. some people think The Office is the greatest thing to grace the I- world. But I like The Office. I don't like how overblown and overrated it's become. Yes, I love and, The Office, and, and I I love The Office, and I don't like how overrated and overblown it it's become. Also, Friends is the most mediocre show of all time. Friends is not funny at all. <laughs> Friends is the worst show. Why would anybody say that when you can watch Seinfeld? Yeah, Seinfeld's great. Oh my goodness! I feel like. Everybody's like Chandler. Chandler's the funniest guy I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> no, not one joke makes me laugh from Chandler. And you know what? Oh, They're man. like, what about the pivot episode? No, it's not funny. Not at all. <laughs> you can watch anybody struggle to get a couch up the stairs. It's not that funny. <laughs> you know what? Uh, who would make that funny? Sean and Gus from Psych. Another great show. Not the Friends cast. 
I feel like if someone were to ask me, like, oh, Friends versus The Office, which do you pick? Office. I'd be like, uh, Scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And even Brooklyn Nine-Nine's getting it that way. Like, I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Like, overrated? Like, it's getting overrated. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe we're just yeah, maybe we're I, just TV show hipsters. I think we once everyone like everyone else, you know, latches onto it. We're like, well, the, we knew it. The first. problem is, yeah, we were <laughs> we always were into stuff. We always found stuff before it got popular. Yeah. It, like Studio yeah. C, that got popular after we watched it. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. countless YouTube channels like Julian Smith, yeah, Balloon yeah, Shop, uh, Wheezy Waiter, and just like all of. I don't know. We, I mean, we were watching Rhett and Link before yes! before Good Mythical Morning was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're not a real fan of Rhett and Link unless you have seen the Subway commercial. Like, oh, the Subway commercial doesn't exist. I anymore. know it doesn't. That was yeah, the that first thing I saw. Uh, that was the first video I saw of theirs. Or the T-shirt wars. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, we liked them before they were cool. We're just content hipsters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And I guess I guess we can't <laughs> hate on it completely because there's everything does have value and credit, but like, come on, Friends is not funny. <laughs> it is so not funny at all. I don't see what anybody sees in it. It's it's very mediocre, at best. <laughs> I mean, Seinfeld has half the characters, and it's still one hundred percent better. And well, the funnier. writing is so much better. It's so yeah. much. It's so much smarter. Every episode it just has this like huge payoff at the but, end. Okay, so like, you know what a good show is. I was just about to get into this because you said there's not one bad character. The worst character mm-hmm. in Parks and Rec is Leslie Nope, and that's a <laughs> that's not a bad thing because Leslie Nope is yeah. great. Um, yeah, I mean Brandanowitz is irrelevant. He was gone, but like. A show is going to be good when all your characters are like that. And which is I'm connecting that I got really passionate about this for some reason. <laughs> um, so go girl. Another show that I don't I don't think you've watched it, um, but I love it. Um, that took what Friends was took the premise basically of Friends, but made it an actual good show and fun to watch with good characters. Um, and that show is New Girl. It's got a good mixture. Like all the characters are perfect. The most annoying character is Jessica Day. <laughs> and that's not a bad thing. Zoe Disney Channel. Zoe Disney Channel. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's an inside <laughs> quote. <laughs> I, I like I like it to where this is like our 15th episode and we've already started um, calling back to our inside quotes of this inside quotes yes. podcast. I think I did watch a few episodes of of New Girl, and I didn't I didn't get hooked. But yeah, maybe I mean it is kind of hard to get into. Um, like I think once it hits second season, usually it takes shows like three seasons to get their groove, like Parks and Rec did. Par- Parks uh, and Rec, yeah. I mean that that one, basically season three, it just really yeah, takes off well, as soon as Chris comes in. <laughs> so yeah, that the whole summer of senior year or something, we had Amazon Prime. And I was watching mm-hmm. all that, and that's when they had, um, they had Parks and Rec the first couple, first five seasons, and this was like still when it was airing. It's yeah, so yeah. weird to think of shows like that airing because like we're in the streaming era. Um, <laughs> but it was like its sixth season; it just finished when I was watching it. So, so it was right before the last season, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and it, they only had seasons one through five on 
Amazon at the time. So I actually went to the store and bought season six the day it came out because I was wanting to watch it so bad. Anyways, that was a good, good era of our TV watching because that's when I got yeah. you. I also got you into Avatar The Last Airbender, which yep. mm-hmm. I didn't think that was a show that I would like until I watched it. Me neither. And that show slapped. Um, yeah. If you haven't watched Avatar The Last Airbender, it is now on Netflix as well as pretty much every other Nickelodeon show. Still waiting to watch Guts and Double Dare 2000 and uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. That would be great mm. to have on Netflix. At Netflix, um, put that on there ASAP as possible. Yeah. Now we're just stuck with Legend of Korra. <laughs> Lame. Can't even watch that. Um, anyways. I enjoyed it. So, yeah, I got you hooked on... I got you hooked on Avatar and Parks and Rec in the same, like, two-month period. And we binge-watched Parks and Rec twice. I do remember that. Yeah. We, me and you, I watched that three times that summer and so you watched it twice with me you were in your senior year i like just graduated college but was like still living at i had just graduated high school because i did the whole uh semester early thing and i was working i was working at the credit union yeah and uh and i just remember like we'd come home and you'd like try and get me to start to like watch an episode i'd be like okay we'll just like watch one or two and then like four hours later (laughs) one whole season later (laughs) yeah that I mean, was that was we just knocked that out. That was probably our most unhealthy binge days, binge times. Yeah. I don't think I've binged yeah. anything else that hard since. Um, yeah, <laughs> we would we would go through like an entire bag of tortilla yeah, chips. Yeah, I was and just an about to say that. jar of salsa. That was our that was our um, crowning movie snack that we didn't realize. Tortilla chips in a movie, chips and salsa. Possible. I'm not saying it's better than popcorn. I'm not saying it's better than popcorn, but I'm saying it's in the question. (laughs) Is it? Is it better than popcorn? I don't know, but it's good. It's a different type of corn, but... It's it's in the conversation. In the conversation. (laughs) Endless dipping of chips. Yeah. Oh, man. I think we were really bad about, like, going and, like, getting a bunch of snacks (laughs) before watching movies. Yeah. And like eating it all five minutes in and pausing it and going and getting more. (laughs) Oh, next episode, before it starts, we need to go back and get another can of salsa. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then the problem is um, Tostitos has their marketing down perfectly. Not marketing, their product. uh, Tostitos has their product design down perfectly because if you, you can't just get by with just one can of salsa or one jar of salsa and one bag of chips because you mm-hmm. run out of one or the other yeah so you have to go back just to finish that and by the time you finish so let's say you have a you go through one bag of chips and then you're not done with the salsa so you're like i guess i better open another bag of chips and then by mm-hmm. the time you do that you're out of salsa so you got to get another thing of salsa and there's it's just a never-ending um <laughs> It's a vicious cycle. It's a vicious cycle. Also, uh, I remember us watching Chuck that summer too. That was something yeah, you got me so. into, right? Yeah, that one wasn't on Amazon. We, I, I had gotten the DVDs. Yeah, I found the DVD, the seasons like really cheap at Big Lots, like three dollars per season. I, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, I remember. And I, I got three, three or four of the seasons. Big, Lots, Big Lots had a good selection for a little bit. That's where I got your uh, Stella. <laughs> 
Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Explain what Stella is. Cause I know one particular listener that would actually probably really enjoy Stella, uh, at um, Jesse Vaughn past guests on our podcast. Listen up, bud. Stel- Stella is this like three person comedy troupe, um, that had a brief, had a, had a, like a one season run on comedy central <laughs> with a show just called Stella. And it's just like, I don't know how to describe it. It's just like these three, these three friends that like live in a roommate together and live in a, an apartment together and roommates. And they like all wear suits. It's and like, I'll just argue with each other. And it's very absurd humor. It's, it's like very a mixture random. of, um, flight of the concords and workaholics. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. And, it only had one season and got canceled, but it's a, uh, it's a classic. <laughs> this, this is a staple of our child. No, it's not a child. It's not. This is a staple of our teenagerhood. Yeah. yeah. Um, Stella is one of those yeah, weird shows out. that we're into. That's really underrated and nobody knows what it is, but so, yeah, so this summer, not this summer, that summer was a good education on our TV television content brain education i don't know yeah but like we watched chuck we watched avatar the last airbender and we watched parks and rec which brings us to our um basically that one quote from parks and rec got us onto our tangent from (laughs) mighty ducks 2 which is the movie we're talking about today so let's get into that how shall we that's enough that's enough tangent time uh, should we take a ch- uh, chips and salsa break, actually, before we start? I think it'd be fitting. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we had some bad eating habits. Our, our, back ch- then. our chip chomping days are over, bud. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that cracked me up. I said it. I I got my hockey voice on. Man, I didn't. I don't know why. I should not have laughed at my own joke like that. That wasn't even funny. I, th- I caught myself off guard with that one. Let's uh, we can start talking about the movie now. <laughs> Let's go. Hey Charlie, you want to play some hockey? All right. So the beginning starts out with a, a classic Mighty Ducks flashback, like they all do, and it's Gordon playing for the Waves, which is just a fic- pretty sure it's a fictional team. Um. And like he made the, he made the minor leagues, and it's just a flashback of him. Which it's weird that it's a flashback because we didn't see that happen. But this movie takes place, like this flashback takes place in between the first and the second movie. So right, um, so it's a flashback of him playing and getting injured, and I guess that explains why he's back in Minnesota. Back in yeah. what, what town are they in? Minneapolis, Minneapolis, Minnesota. I don't know. At the end, in the locker room scene, all the kids are like the District Five kids are all saying they're from different cities in Minnesota. So, yeah, he makes that whole point in the locker room. It's like we're from all over the all over the U.S. We're America's team. And it's like, well, more than half your team is from Minnesota. Mostly dude. Minnesota, yeah. <laughs> and you got a Texas, uh, Florida, and a Maine. They <laughs> California. <laughs> They they went for diversity in this one for sure, and the most stereotypical like Texan you could ever see, of course, the best Texan, the best Texan, 
When the rooster's crowing and the cows are making circles in the pasture. Uh, uh, uh du- <laughs> ducks <sure>. fly together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, um, so after the flashback, it opens up to Gordon getting off the bus with a cane, <laughs> limping like an old man. <laughs> and he gets picked up by not Han, but Jan. Jan. Another old German guy. It's his, it's his brother, right? Yeah, it's it's Jan's brother. Yeah, or no, it's Hans's brother. They're both brothers. Yeah, yeah. That strudelhead went to the old country for the <laughs> summer. <laughs> I just love how they had to just explain random things because one, they didn't cast Charlie's mom for the second one, so they're like, "Oh, uh, ever since she remarried, yeah, ah, man, I guess I should have kept in touch." <laughs> <laughs> they explained so much in that little car ride, man. Is that what he says about specifically about her? Yeah, yeah. Because that was a question. That was something I forgot about in the first one. Was I always forget about the Bombay Conway romance? Yeah, and uh, hey, we don't say it like that. I mean, that is her last name, <laughs> but. <laughs> and so I, I was. That was the one thing I was pay, paying attention to rewatching this one. I was like, what's what's going on? I thought he was going for Charlie's mom in the first one. And yeah, they definitely. No, so they definitely rolled that one under the rug. She got, she got remarried. They definitely um what's what's another phrase for rolling that under the rug? They uh, they definitely kicked that ice cube under the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, basically Bombay comes back into town and is trying to like get back up on his feet and everything and literally cuz he has a cane. Yes. <laughs> My puns are always unintentional. Um and I guess Jan has has recommended him for this hockey job. For the, the junior Goodwill games. But he doesn't know about it until he interviews for it. <laughs> he doesn't really interview for it, right? No, just no. Like, he just, just sh- the guy just shows up from Hendrix Hockey or whatever and like, hey, we want you. Tibbets. Or what? Dan Tibbet? Don Tibbets? Yeah. Tibbets. Mr. Tibbets. Tibbles? Don Tibbles. Tibbles. <laughs> Mr. Tibbles, yeah. He just like, he wakes up in the shop and Jan's like, hey, here's an idea. What if you... All right. Like, okay, let's talk about this. Gordon gets back from playing the minor leagues. You don't get that much money, and he can't play in the minor leagues anymore because he's injured. So what's he going to do for a career? Huh. One, he could sharpen skates for the rest of his life. Two, he could coach peewee hockey again, but he doesn't know how to make money off of that. He said, come on, Jan, you can't make money making coaching peewee hockey and he's mm-hmm. like i wouldn't be so sure and then he like has his he has uh what's that company's name then, hendrix. He, then he has don Tibbetts from hendrix sports just right around the corner waiting for him yeah but like here's another thing that i was thinking while watching this if you remember in the first movie which we didn't we hadn't seen the first movie when we first watched this um mm-hmm. he was a stinking lawyer that made lots of money yeah, yeah. Uh, why can't he go back to that? <laughs> well, my they question. do suggest that. They suggest that in the movie. Oh, do they? I, I miss yeah, that. They do. He, I think Jan says, are you going to go back to, to being an attorney or something? And he's he's like, I'm not a lawyer, I'm a player, or something like that. Yeah, no, he could... Something, something like that. Easily and, uh, he could get into sports law. That's a thing. Well, isn't that what he ends up, spoiler alert, doing in D3? <laughs> Possibly. 
I feel like he he's doing something legal related. All I remember with... is him like discreetly meeting with Charlie on campus or something like. <laughs> yeah. we'll, get, we'll, we'll figure at out the beginning. We'll figure out. We'll figure out his career career path when we get to D three. Anyways, now he's like, now he is the head coach for the USA Junior Goodwill Games, aka, uh, Great Value Brand Olympics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is basically Olympics. It's Teen Olympics. Team USA representing his country. And he's making money. But like... I don't know. I've never really heard of the Junior Goodwill Games. And how does that qualify that much money to coach hockey? So that's where the endorsement comes in. So Let alone Wheaties. (laughs) Yeah. So... I assume the the Goodwill Games is its own like separate entity, and Mr. Tibbles is with Hendrix Sports or whatever. Yeah, they're just a corporation. They're just sponsoring the team. Well, yeah, that's how that's how. So that's where his money's coming from is by coaching and being like a basically. That's mostly how all products. sports work. So yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, but yeah. well, this is just yeah, a yeah. different competition, like. But it's not like the Goodwill Games, or that's just the competition people are signing up to to compete in, that sort of thing. So every time I think of that, I just think of Goodwill, the thrift store. Yeah. So it makes me want to go like find multiple copies of the Mighty Ducks movies at Goodwill. Good luck. I don't think you'll find them. <laughs> I'm sure they're there. At least a VHS. Who trades in these movies? Come on, these are keepers. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Now that now they're on Disney Plus. Oh yeah. Also, That's if true. you want to watch these movies, all three of them now are on Disney Plus. So yes. go ahead and watch all of them mm-hmm. in a marathon, like Jonathan did that one time, <laughs> or AKA failed failed to do <laughs> a failed attempt. But I'm making good on it now. So basically, Bombay takes this job here. He's gonna get paid the big bucks. He always he always finds these these good jobs where he's. He's getting paid lots of money. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> nice and limo. Coach. I used to ride around one of these. I used to be rich. <laughs> and so he they, then you get that scene where he's like, OK, got to get my team back together, you yeah. know. And so he he shows up outside of Charlie's door and, or outside his window with the duck call. <laughs> and it's like, hey, Charlie, you want to round up the ducks because I'm too lazy and I've got a bad leg now. <laughs> also, is your mom available? <laughs> No, okay, I'll just wait outside. <laughs> Charlie's like, you know, my mom got married while you were gone. He's like, the fact hasn't escaped me, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even like acknowledge that. I feel like Charlie and Bombay didn't speak at all. I feel like they tried to like hint that he's like going through a phase in this one, but not really. They just say like, oh, since his since his mom got remarried, he's been spending a lot of time at the sh- at the skate shop. Yeah. <laughs> So they round up the team and you get that classic, like, getting the band back together kind of montage. Get the band back together. Uh-huh. Get the, get the. The highlights of that montage is I like when, when Kai and Connie are like on the pier and they're like about to kiss. Yeah. <laughs> they show up and they're, it's like, come on, come on, we're going to play. And he's like, I was this close. <laughs> My favorite part uh, of that whole montage was when they went over to the movie theater and they got Averman and he was like taking their tickets <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Like, come on, Averman, stop what you're doing and let's go. And he's like, but, but, but. Quit your job. Let's go. Yeah. A hockey player, man. Averman got himself a summer job. 
<laughs> yeah, he did. And I love how they're just like skating through the mall and stuff. Yeah, the Mall of America, like the Mall of America, I've never been to, but I want to go. Cause like yeah, I've just seen it I in just movies. Assumed that our malls in Tampa just sucked. I just assumed <laughs> that that's every mall, and that our mall needs to look like that. I think our yeah. mall had a Disney store, and that was the coolest thing. <laughs> well, we had an old navy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Another part of that montage that I thought was pretty good was when they find Goldberg, and I <laughs> I thought it was just like a nice, it was just like a nice like establishing shot of like. Of like the delicatessen that his family owns, yeah. and and like they cut, and then it cuts to the counter, and they've got the picture of him. It's like a, it's son, like a Polaroid, the it's a Polaroid of, of Goldberg, and yeah, it says that our son, the goalie. The best part about that picture is that he's not even in the net; <laughs> he's like five feet <laughs> off to the side. Our son, the goalie. I don't know. I just felt like in just like two shots, it just like showed you a lot about his like family and his yeah. life and stuff like that. Like <laughs> you could just tell, you could just assume like what his family would be like. <laughs> yeah. I wonder why they uh didn't go back to Philly if they were so established. His whole family was going to go back to Philly, but they established a whole like family business and stuff. And Goldberg actually made friends. So yeah, he's, he's a duck now, you know, he's a duck. Ducks fly together. <laughs> So they 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 pull everyone back in and uh and uh they meet up they meet with the, the Hendrix guy Mr. Tibbles for the first time. Yeah. And he like shows up in the limo and it's like this guy I'm a, definitely not from this neighborhood. <laughs> I love how he was like I'm Don Tibbles. Anybody want a card? And every one of them was like, "Yes." Oh yeah. Give me a business card. I want that. <laughs> so they meet up with with Mr. Tibbles and they pull out the uh i don't remember which parts first i i guess i guess they he shows introduces them to the new players all at the same time it's all at the but, same practice like he, yeah he's like taking the liberty of just like hasn't consulted bombay on this he's just like oh by the way we've got four other players here to add to your roster <laughs> right. here yeah four and oh, also there's like six. Oh, it doesn't matter uh, there's kenny woo well we'll, t- well we can talk about well, okay. it okay um let's talk about it now Okay, so yeah, there's Kenny Wu. We've got Wayne Robertson, right? Dwayne. Let me pull up. Dwayne. We got, oh, du- we got Dwayne Robertson, the big Tex. Uh, we've got Julie the Cat, Gaffney, the goalie from yeah, Maine. Ju- Watching this movie, um, I realized that Julie from Maine is a big part of this movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, how much ice time does she get? None. None. None, none at all. I, she gets it. Uh, she gets it on when she takes over for Goldberg in the Iceland game, and then she like gets ejected from the game because she shoved a player for talking bad about her. And yeah, then like, can you help me with my pads? And they're like, oh, and then she y'all. Just, like, punches them. <laughs> y'all. She shoves them to the ground, and she gets ejected for that. I don't understand that because one. Okay, so Dean Portman definitely he like elbowed the ref. Like he he's ejected. That's fine. Yeah. yeah Bash yeah. brother number one, you expect that. Uh then Julie gets ejected from the game for shoving um the just then Julie gets ejected from the game for just shoving uh people that were the other players that were already prodding her. Um mm-hmm. if anything, that's just like a two minute or five minute even five minutes for fighting. Yeah, yeah. Um but then 
what's stupid, I think the refs were paid off on that game. Because oh, they always are. It, no. Because whenever, um, I guess, I don't know who it was. The only, the only person that I really know is Gunnar, Gunnar Stahl from, uh, <laughs> from the Iceland team. That's the only name that I know is because the only reason I know that is because he's in the third movie as yeah, the yeah. Eaton High player. Only he's not Icelandic at all. So it's probably the director's son accent. or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. But anyways. Either way, I think he's got a crush on 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 uh, on Julie. On Julie, both of them, for sure. Yeah. yeah. The Icelandic player slashes Adam Banks' arm and pretty much breaks it. Yeah. Breaks his whole arm and he gets two minutes for it. Yeah. Like those reps were paid off. No doubt. No doubt my mind. <laughs> the in these movies it's always all unfair. the sports movies you always it's always like unfair towards like the the main team that you're rooting for the other team never gets you know the same penalties as as the home team um so yeah so we've got Kenny Wu Julie the Cat Gaffney Dwayne Robertson Dean Portman Dean Portman and and Luis Mendoza. His only role in this movie was for the it's audience fast. to be like, oh, that's Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Yes. <laughs> and you can't stop? That's cool. Let's let's film your scenes in one day of you not stopping, and then that'll be fine. I, I feel um, like Benny... I, I'm just going to call him Benny because that's who he is. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel like Benny just really didn't fit in with the team in this one, at least. And even in the next movie, he like he just flirts with that cheerleader the the whole time. I feel like he's <laughs> yeah. not really a part of the Ducks. He's not all. Well, he's not always there. Yeah, I mean he is. He's the Duck, of course, but like, eh. All these, I, I guess we. He's in D three. He's a Duck. Yeah, if you're in D three, <laughs> you're part, definitely a Duck. He's part of the squad. <laughs> um. I mean, maybe maybe he'd be able to stop if he had some like PF flyers skates. <laughs> yes, or a dog chasing um, him. So those are the five like new additions that like uh, Mr. Tibbles brings in, mm-hmm. and then of course we'll get to it later. Uh, Russ Tyler joins the team, so those are the six total. Yes, like yes, new yes, additions yes, yes. here, on top of the 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 squad that kind of came over from the first one. We've lost. Carp and Jesse's brother and I straight up already forgot Timmy, their names. Timmy, <laughs> Timmy and Tammy, Tammy, Tommy, Tommy. Yeah, sure. Peter. <laughs> Peter was my favorite one. I'll say that. Yeah, but so, I've already forgotten their names. They're stricken yeah. from canon. All right. I feel like with Fulton, he, now he's got like a he's got a bash brother. He's got now, a buddy, but like important. What I don't like about this is that he and Charlie were like best friends in the first yeah, one. Yeah, I was kind of. I was kind of thinking that. And they, I mean, he gets brought back. Like that friendship gets brought back in the third one. But like, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it kind of like takes over his character, Fulton's character. Because he, yeah, I think Fulton's one of my favorite characters in this franchise. He's He's got a lot of depth to him. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's talk about Charlie a little bit here. Okay. Because, because I don't, I don't like him. <laughs> It's not that I don't like him. It's it's the thing. It's the. It's not that I don't like him. It's more of a. How little he's in this movie. Yeah, he's and not he's in lying. it much. 
his lines are just bad, cringy. And he just and and he's just like, oh, you remember how I told you I'd make a better coach than a player? No, I don't remember you ever saying that, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> and but suddenly he's like giving his spot up, you know, so Adam can play or whatever. And he doesn't want Russ to to lose his spot later on in the movie. Right. So he's just like Bombay's like, oh, I'm just gonna need you, gonna need you coaching with me, you know. Consolation prize. But it's just, but it's just like, you know, Charlie just wanted a pair know. of them Air Bombay's. Again, yeah, for kids who want to coach. <laughs> um, you know, again, just coming back from watching, you know, being so familiar with the third one and him being like the captain of the team. Yeah. And just like. Watching one and two, it's just like, man, Charlie's like, he's like such a mediocre player, it seems like. And yeah. so I, I don't know if the if the arc for him, you know, we've got kind of a, a story arc for Bombay of kind of turning his ways. I, I don't know if it's it's a story of growth for Charlie throughout the trilogy, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, well, Charlie's nothing but a good kid in this. He doesn't really yeah. he doesn't really get into his angstiness until D3 for sure. Yeah. Um, but D3 is definitely Charlie's movie, and he's not a part yeah. of this movie at all. I mean, if anything, it's Fulton. No, it's not Fulton. Fulton Fulton's movie is the first one. Um, but this one's more like an Adams Banks movie and probably the new guys. There wasn't that much yeah. to talk about. I feel like I feel like this one. It's just they're just kind of treated as the team itself. It doesn't really focus on any of them right. in particular too much. But it's, I think it's just more about Bombay, really. Yeah, it is. It, it especially doesn't focus on Charlie, though. Like, so this is where I was going to yeah. get to about later um, about t- Attack of the Clones. Joshua okay. Jackson did not need to play this character because the perfect fit for this specifically written character of this movie is Hayden Christensen. He's got nothing but cringy lines. <laughs> and I mean, he's not like angsty or moody or anything, but like, don't worry about scouts, Adam. <laughs> and what's wrong? What's wrong, Adam? Got a girl in the stands? It's the, all of his lines are cringy. Like, and yeah, even even like when they're doing their tutoring lessons, like he's like the little know-it-all kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, uh, 1700s people competed and athletic events and the ancient the ancient romans or greece or whatever and and they they competed for other reasons other than trophies and it's like do you know what that is and charlie raises his hand and and what does he say jeremy pride <laughs> <laughs> exactly like that pride 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 i know you you rewatched this movie like sometime last year when you were showing elliot yeah. these movies and I remember coming up to visit you <laughs> and you just out of nowhere, just pulled that quote out of nowhere. And I just started cracking up. You're just like, pride, pride. <laughs> that was a classic inside quote right there. But I like also in that scene, it was like, uh, Fulton is just like, did America always dominate? <laughs> Yo, those kids are so stupid. <laughs> and, Not one uh, of them is and- intelligent. Indeed, Portman's like, hey, everyone's people started to laugh because the <laughs> teacher was like, oh, America didn't exist back then. And Dean Portman's like, it was a good question. It was a good question. <laughs> yeah, got some support from his Bash brother. You know, I, I love the Bash brothers, but I do I do agree with what you were saying is, you know, it seemed like Charlie and Fulton had a 
had a bond kind of more in the first one. Yeah. And even even in the in the third one that that's yeah. kind of highlighted as well. So But it's okay uh, when, because because Dean Portman doesn't show he doesn't get that scholarship right. until the end. Right, 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 right. Um <laughs> uh, I like I really like all these new these new additions. Though. Yeah. It like, adds a little bit of like a lot of these characters are somewhat the same. So it adds mm-hmm. a little diversity. Oh, and and you started to mention it, yeah. Um, with Julie, she she's in it throughout it. She yeah. even has lines, but she never plays. There's she has she no gets kicked time. out the one time, and then she gets put in to go to block one shot in the penalty the game winning shot in the yeah. penalty. Not so. even like okay, the penalty shootout's going on. Go Goldberg, mm-hmm. you're out. I'm gonna put Julie in because she's better. She gets one shot block in the whole season. Not even a yeah. season, it's a tournament. But she's in this movie. She has more lines than Goldberg does and gets no ice time. That's whatever. Yeah. She'll get more in the next movie. It's interesting because they, they even show that scene of her going into the coach's office and being like, I want to yeah. play, you know. And so it was kind of a weird thing. I was I was kind of expecting her to, to have more time later on after that moment, and she never did. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, she. I guess she gets some kind of redemption because she, she gets to... You know, she she blocks the game winning, you know. Yeah, she does. You know, goal or whatever. But I mean, you can't blame Bombay for that decision, honestly, because Goldberg was on a hot streak, and that never happens. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Goldberg sucks as a goalie. <laughs> He's on a hot streak. I gotta keep him. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll see what she can do in the next one for sure. So since, I, and there's one other character we can mention briefly is is the the tutor. Uh, what's her name? Miss Michelle McKay. Miss McKay, yeah. Miss McKay. Yeah. Don't like her. No, I don't know that there's much to say about her other than like she pulls through for them like on a couple occasions. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she she really looks out to them when like when Bombay has that like miracle moment of like <laughs> torturing them after they lose the game and making them do laps <laughs> again. And uh. <laughs> she she like gives them the day off the next day because they're like sleeping through their classes and stuff. And, yeah. And also on that, uh, Bombay like is late to a game, and so she fills in as coach, you know, briefly. Yeah. So, Overall, you know, if she didn't do that, they would have forfeit and they would have been out of the tournament. So, you know, she's got a few moments there. Got a good few moments, but overall, I'm not a fan of her. Also, yeah. the unnecessary love interest between. Um. Okay, let's get into this. Bombay always has to have a love interest Iceland in these movies. Chick. Yes, he did go out with that Iceland chick, and it seemed like things were going pretty well until his team mm-hmm. back uh it backfired on him because he got caught. Anyways, so that doesn't say that it ends or anything. So that Iceland chick is just there. Uh, when Bombay comes back in his miracle moment, uh, when Michelle's filling in for him, he comes back with his. Uh, duck call and he's making a fool out of himself just quacking everywhere mm-hmm. um he just goes into the coaching he goes into the onto the bench and the first thing he does is just kiss her oh yeah it gives her a kiss on the like, cheek what the yeah. heck <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything that was so unnecessary with with the iceland coach mm-hmm. that he's you know he talks to her you know in between events and stuff like that. And it seems like they're hitting it off and they go out for ice cream or whatever. Oh, and one correction, I think on our last ducks episode, 
we said that Fulton and Charlie were spying on I them. I did call that. Yeah, and it was it was it was Fulton and and uh, Fortman. It, it was the Bash Brothers. So yeah, um, as a, said, a correction, said here. Fultman. <laughs> well, it was Fultman. <laughs> well, I'll correct that one on the next episode. <laughs> um, so here's the question then: Was was she just like doing that because the Iceland coach told her to do that and like to distract him? Do you think that was a ploy? And then after that, he kind of realized what was going on. It's kind of ambiguous after that. That I have no idea. She didn't ever seem like evil after that. So at no point does she come up, come across that way. Like she's using him or anything like that. Um, and I think even when like Bombay has that, you know, face off with the coach and he like slashes his leg and hits him yeah. and hurts him. But I don't I don't see her like stand up for him there or anything like that. I don't know if she like looks disgusted at the Iceland coach for doing that. I, hmm. I just remember her standing there and just being emotionless. So yeah. I, I don't I don't know if that was a, a thing to like just to get him to be distracted. <laughs> so he's not focusing on the team sort of thing. Let's go with that, because then it makes him. That makes the Michelle kiss a lot different. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm glad and- I'm dating the right girl now. Go, we're dating. Um, and then one other thing I wanted to talk about was basically like Bombay does not learn his lesson from the first one. <laughs> nope. Because like he starts co- in the first one, he starts coaching and, lesson. you know, he sees he sees his old coach. And so he just starts coaching like him. Mm-hmm. And I guess he doesn't quite do that in this one. But like he's doing the same thing where he's like trying to imitate the Iceland coach. He starts dressing different. Right he back his hair. He's slicking back his hair. He's trying to be like him, but he's not doing it the way he should be doing it. Yeah, but he's doing it for like the team's best interest. He wasn't before. Right. It's a little bit different. Yeah. And this time he's trying to win, but yeah, that's because he's got a contract and Mr. Tibbles is upset at him. Yeah, that one. (laughs) He's going to lose his he's going to lose his Malibu house. (laughs) So, yeah, I, I feel like this is just kind of a retreading of you know, something similar of the first one with Bombay of just like, he kind of gets, he, he's misguided and he, he goes off and he forgets, you know, what he's there to do and his, his ideals and whatever. And he comes back, but it's the same thing as the first one. The first one, he goes like ice skating on the pond and this one, he goes like skating around and he just has to really think about his life, you know, around sunset. And, you know, yeah, he comes back the next day. Every time he changes his ways, it's got to be some stupid, like, oh, let's change it to sepia tone huh. film. And then, like, let's put him on skates and connect him back to his roots. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe if I skate on a California beach, that'll bring me back to where I was. That'll ground me. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, we've got Jan to come and just like, like Hans in the first one, you know, yeah. had to talk to him and. Now we've got Jan here to to set him straight. He flew all the way to California be, just because he thought he needed a friend and he needed him to be a better coach. Where I don't know. I think Gordon Bombay is the most mentally unstable person I've ever met. <laughs> he goes zero to one hundred like like that. He's just trying to find himself. What man. would he do no. without Jan or Han or Charlie? Like I don't understand. <laughs> it wouldn't be good. Yeah. It wouldn't be good. So I like how they start out the tournament and they're, they're pretty much on a hot streak. You know, everyone's excited to be back. 
you know, they do that first game, first game back against Trinidad and Tobago. And yeah, yeah. Which I thought that was great. They had the coolest jerseys, one and two. They had their own steel yeah. drum, like calypso line. <laughs> I wish they scored more, so I could have heard more of that. I know, <laughs> man. So they start out this tournament. They're winning the games. They're doing well, but then they get, you know, Bombay starts getting distracted with with the Iceland coach. He's not there to watch them, so they're getting into all kinds of mischief in the in the dorms and all this. Yeah, <laughs> and then they just get really cocky, and they're not really, you know preparing for this match against Iceland so you know meanwhile they're getting their bad mouth by Russ Tyler <laughs> yes yes the whole time <laughs> Russ Tyler yeah let's that's right we didn't talk about him. all the games he just snuck into all the games yeah I don't understand how like a 12 year old or how old are these kids like 13 yeah let's go with that I just love how a 13 year old kid no matter how rich or poor you are can afford that many huge hockey games in a row. <laughs> so he definitely snuck in. <laughs> Just like yeah, he snuck into training camp that one time. <laughs> yeah, he got caught that time. Yeah. But yeah, I just love the insults he's like yelling out at everybody. It's so funny. <laughs> hey, Goldberg, I bet if that puck was a cheeseburger, you'd stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he dissed you bad, oh. G. <laughs> or what do you say? Yeah, Jesse gets uh he gets sent to the penalty box <laughs> and Russ Tyler he comes up to him up to the glass is like, yo man, he dissed you bad, G, and then just like <laughs> blows a raspberry on the glass. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> we used to do that a lot because I do remember that because um I, I that was the thing that I started to do, me and you. Uh, from the scene. From that scene specifically from Russ Tyler. Yeah. It, it's, <laughs> I don't know how to explain this audibly. You just have to see it. Just pressing your mouth against and blowing raspberries, and you, your mouth opens up, and you can see the whole mouth. It was so funny. Yeah. You did that to me like on the way to school one time, like as I was getting in the car, and you knocked on the window, and you were like, Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy. <laughs> and that cracked me up. I was laughing the whole way to I school. Remember, I remember that. And then I remember Dad was like, that's so gross. Don't do that. I like some of the, the mischief they get into here. Uh, <laughs> while they're staying in the dorms and Classic stuff, and, shaving. yeah, when they they get Dwayne pretty good, <laughs> he's like covered. But I like the scene where they go they go shopping on on Rodeo Drive. <laughs> it's pronounced Rodeo Drive. <laughs> I saw the sign right there. It says Rodeo Drive. <laughs> they sneak into the. They don't sneak in, but they convince them to get to get they're, flip them into in that shop. Hills, they're on Rodeo Drive, and they they see the they can't get into any stores because it's like high-end stuff and you have to like ring a buzzer just to get in and like you have to talk to the intercom and they were just going to all the different ones and ordering fast food through them (laughs) pretty much like an in-person prank call and goldberg's like i gotta get something i gotta get a shirt for my mom she's gonna kill me if i don't get her something (laughs) yeah so one of them lets him go in and they they go in and he he tells them he's like the nephew of some famous person or something yeah who is aaron spelling i need to find that out he's like a tv producer Okay, I know that because I know he produced Seventh Heaven. <laughs> oh, so they go in there and all the models are trying on all the clothes and everything for him, and he's like, "No, nah, not quite what I'm looking for," and they just keep coming out. <laughs> all the guys are just like jaw drop. <laughs> so yeah, I like the song playing in that in that scene. <laughs> it's like a B fifty two song. Kind of sounds like Funky Town actually from Shrek too. Yeah, a little bit. Oh! 
But I like I like how it ends with just like any of this. Do you think your mom would be interested in any of this? And <laughs> Colbert's like, you know, I think what my mom's really looking for is a bikini. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they get thrown out. They're like, okay, we know what's going on here. Speaking of speaking of music, I I also like the scene when uh, Bombay's getting like caught up in all like the endorsement deals and stuff, and he's doing the commercials and stuff like that. He's meeting with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar about yeah. the Air Bombay loafer, and uh, but I also like that song that's playing in there, that Mr. Big stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I always remember. I always when I think of this movie, I think of that song specifically. Okay, I think of We Are the Champions because of that last scene yeah. at the end, but whatever. But yeah, basically, they uh, they lose to I- Iceland, and Bombay has to, you know, get his life together. And... <laughs> Here, just in time, we've got to we've got to pull this. <laughs> I mean, they have some other games in between there, right? And they they get some wins under their belt yeah, again they, before they, they face off against Italy and against Germany. Iceland. In between that, and in between this time, we've got we've got Russ Tyler gets picked up because Bombay is noticing that Adam is trying to hide his injury here yeah so he's got to bench him and then that's when charlie is like oh and i think i, I mean, got someone basically in mind. russ and his brother coached the team while bombay was out of commission in his right so, phase uh basically they they get back back into their groove they're winning games and you know it's the night before they're gonna face off iceland again and they're just at the, the rink and the Iceland team just shows up, which I, I thought that was funny because they're like out there, like with a beach ball having fun. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they just like look and the whole Iceland team is like lined up <laughs> on the other side of the ice. It's like, you didn't notice all them coming in. Yeah. And also, <laughs> until like, they were all lined up. Their half of the, <laughs> their half of the rink is like dark. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Um, that, that was weird because Bombay was like, it's time to have some fun. And he like has his yeah. old outfit, makes him look like a teenager and has his hat on backwards and stuff. Let's have some fun. Oh yeah. And then yeah, he takes yeah. the beach ball out. I was thinking like, you can only have so much fun in an ice rink with a beach ball and skates. I feel like yeah. it gets old after the first kick. You know, they face off and what is this game that they're talking about? It's like three, po- you have to hit the post three so, times. Yeah. Three post hockey. Um, that what it is? Yeah, because there's no goalie. We used to play posts yeah. in in yeah. we play back in the day roller hockey. The, yeah. I mean, that's pretty good aiming for the posts, but like mm-hmm. the crossbar, like going bar down is hard. But it looks like you know, it looks like Bombay's gonna take him. Bombay shows him up, but then he's gonna he, he then the Iceland coach does the cheap shot and slashes Rex's yeah Rex's leg. <laughs> After this, we we get to the uh, the final championship game here. Catch up from like five to one. I feel like this game went on for a long period of time in in this movie. Well, technically, long three periods of time. <laughs> no, like I feel like it was built up to be like a big finale. Yeah, like more so than the final game in the first one. Pretty sure more than the final game in the third one. I feel like this yeah. was like. It seemed like a long time as far as movie time well, goes. This is like this this movie. 
There was a lot of drama. This is the Olympics, dude. Know. What are they? When they go into halftime, they're down like 3-1 or something, 4-1? It was 4-0, mm-hmm. I think. And they scored yeah. one, and then then just to kick them while they're down, they got up to 5-1. Five, five to one. And then the Ducks took it on all the way to 5 right before overtime. And then they go straight. This is a tournament. This is the championship game. And they go straight to a shootout? No. That's not mm-hmm. how that works. You don't do shootouts in tournament hockey. You do overtime as many times as possible till they get tired. Well, but the shootouts just make the best drama. They do. I, I mean, you can't have a sports movie without a shootout Honestly, if it yeah. applies to that sport, you know. <laughs> but we already kind of mentioned a, a few other things about this final game, how like Russ has joined the team and Adams healed from his injury now. So Charlie gives up his spot. He's going to help coach. Yeah. And he comes up with some, you know, dastardly plan. <laughs> some trick play worthy of totally in character with the ducks, you know, to, to try and score a goal. And, and then also, you know, uh, Julie comes in during the shootout, like we mentioned, and she, she finally gets her moment at the end that they were kind of teasing. Yeah. And Adam, you know, I, it's, it's been a while since I watched this. So I was watching the shootout specifically. I was trying to remember which ones make it and which ones don't. And I was like, Oh, Adam's going to miss it. I thought he was going to miss it. But then I was like, Adam is always like low key the best player on the team. No, he's high key the best player. <laughs> he gets hurt all the time. Adam, in every single Mighty Ducks movie, he's never on the team the whole time. Yeah, because he's always the first one. He was in the Hawks for like half the season. Yeah. <clears throat> this one, he got injured halfway through the season. And, well, in the third one, Adam, and he makes varsity, yeah, he so he doesn't play with him. He's the best. Adam is the best. But in this one, apparently, in this one, he's captain. Like they mentioned that at one point. So, like an announcer or like a commentator is like Captain Adam Banks, something like that. I, I didn't, I didn't realize he took his spot. He took Charlie's what spot. spot. Charlie was the captain and he took his spot and his jersey. Oh, technically. <laughs> no, I think it was, I think it was earlier on in the tournament though. Cause I, I kind of saw it as like Banks is the captain, but then like, yeah, he gave it up for him. And like at the end when they're like hold, waving the flag and stuff and he gives it to Charlie, it's almost him like, you are the captain He's now. <laughs> <laughs> He's the assistant captain. But yeah, it's a kid sports movie. They they all win in the end and yeah. Julie blocks Gunner's shot and Gunner goes back to the he bench. Always goes club side. He's, He's like, fancy. <laughs> the coach is like, "Gunner, you've lost it for me." He's like, "You lost it for yourself." <laughs> <laughs> I like that Icelandic accent you got there. It basically sounded uh, like James A. Caster. <laughs> you lost it for yourself. <laughs> As soon as I saw it, was cross-checked. Was cross. <laughs> but yeah, basically ends. It ends there, and then it cuts to uh, them. I guess. I guess they've gone on a nice little retreat. Yeah, the team has gone camping. Out of, <laughs> completely out of context. It just makes sense that they're there, but like, doesn't right, campfire. <laughs> Dwayne's got the guitar out. You know, Averman. I said the last time. I feel like Averman's like my favorite. I feel like yeah. he's the funniest. Yeah. And he had some good stuff in this one, but I feel like he, he wasn't as strong in, in this one. Not, Didn't like have I, good like I said earlier, like none of the core players were in this movie much. It was all the new players. Yeah. I think I think Airman has the best moments in D3, though. Oh, sure. yeah, definitely. So, Jeremy, uh, I've got a quiz for you. I kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier. All on. right, let's get into it. Let's uh, Let's jump into this. It's a D2 
some D2 trivia. Question one. Eventual SNL star Kenan Thompson is introduced as a new character in D2 and makes the team because of his signature shot. What is the name of this shot? It's knuckle puck time, baby. Yeah, that's right. That's an easy one. Yeah, that was too easy. <laughs> that, that was my hint last week. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Question number two. In the Ducks' first game against Iceland, Adam Banks injures his wrist. What kind of test does Coach Bombay have Banks do to prove whether or not he is fit to play? Um. Oh, he does the... He has him hold, hold his stick out. Um, mm-hmm. And like twist his wrist a little bit. Kind of like... Yeah. It, it kind of reminded me of Rex Kwando. Take my arm. No, the other arm. My other arm. <laughs> well, that's incorrect. the The actual test that he had him do was the fitness gram pacer test. <laughs> <laughs> wow! All right, two out of two. Question number three: What is the Iceland coach Wolf Stanson's nickname? The dentist. Easy. The dentist. I feel like a lot of these questions were pretty easy, but there are a few. There's a few that I know I would definitely would have missed. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm a D2 champ. Question number four. True or false? None of the notable Iceland players were actually Icelandic, and they had to dye their hair. I think they're referring to the actors. Okay. So the question is, were the, the actors actually from Iceland? No. Or no? There's no way, because the other kid... I'm going off that because yeah. Gunnar Stahl was in the next one. Right, yeah. The answer is true. That they none of them were Icelandic. (laughs) Question five: What is Iceland's team name? It doesn't seem like they'd have a team name, but I mean, if the Ducks can, if the USA Ducks can have a a name, then oh shoot, I do remember their jerseys just saying "Island," but that's how I guess that's how you spell it in Iceland. I I feel like I would I I would have missed this one here. I mean, it's got to be something Nordic. I mean, Vikings. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. Got it. That was pretty easy. <laughs> Question six. Coach Bombay pitches the idea of a signature shoe. What is the name of the shoe? And what is the shoe's tagline? I only know this because it's our sponsor for today. This question brought to you by our sponsor. <laughs> Air Bombay. For kids who want to coach. Air Bombay what? Air Bombay loafers. Loafers, yes. Question seven. USA plays seven games at the Junior Goodwill Games, and only one of them isn't shown at all. Who did they face in that game? What? Of the teams in the tournament, one of the games isn't shown. This is not one I would have got. I would have answered like the, correctly or anything. Like some random game that was deleted out of the movie, or no? I mean, like maybe in the movie, it maybe it referenced that they won, and it just didn't show it. But they want to know which team they played, so just. I mean, you just got to guess a country that you didn't see play in the movie. I mean, the biggest hockey country of all time, Canada. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you think in an Olympics, you'd see them play Canada. Yep. Yeah, they didn't show them beat Canada. All right, question eight. How does Jan teach Luis Mendoza how to stop on ice? Oh, he does the the can drill on the ice. I only I remember that because of all the I, I remember looking at all the old logos like the cherry coke can. Oh, that cherry coke can is like I just wanted to pause it and just look at it. I <laughs> same. I honestly feel like cherry coke has not been 
as good since they changed it from that design. No, sir. No, <laughs> sir. Not at all. That like purple can. Uh, no, it's great. no longer good. I'm sure vanilla Coke is the same way. Question nine. Which minor league team does Gordon Bombay play for at the beginning of the film? And what number does he wear for them? <laughs> A number? Uh, oh, I might actually know this one. Uh, I mean, he, I know, I know he, he plays said, for the waves. We just yeah. talked about that, but the number, mm-hmm. I'm. it was two digit numbers, right? Yes. Can I have a multiple choice? Well, I gave you a hint that they're double digits. Okay. So give me four. Digits. Uh, I know they're the same number. They're the same number. So it's like, is it 56, 22, 44, or 66? 66 final answer. yep yes that's it so you've got all of them so far nine out of ten thank you one last question this one might be a little bit tougher there are seven superstar athletes that make cameos in the film name four of them oh i think i only know two kareem abdul jabbar chelios you got two. Oh, uh who is that figure skater olympian I don't know their names. Oh. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Chelios. There's another big one that you're missing. Oh, Gretzky. Yeah, yeah he showed up for a little bit. Oh, one more. One more, one more, one more, one more. I think... I don't want to give up because I'm only one one point away. <laughs> Am I missing another one? An obvious one? Uh, Not to me. Not to your knowledge. <laughs> not to your knowledge. <laughs> Because I know the dentist wasn't an actual player. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned like the figure skater, but do you know the name? I don't know the name, but I do. I'm going to know it once you say it. I give up. You're not going to. You'll recognize it. Christy Yamaguchi. Yamaguchi. That's. There's also Greg Luganis. Oh, okay. And Cam Neely was another NHL player that made a cameo. Yeah, he was was at the time. Well, pretty much got him all right. The last one was the hardest one. You got most of that one, so did pretty good. All right, Jonathan. Well, I think it's about time that we wrap up. Um, we've talked a good amount about it. If we want to talk anything else, we can talk about it two weeks from now when we cover D3, which will be my next yes. pick. Um, but in the meantime, what is next week's movie going to be? you have a hint for us? So a hint for next week is that, you know, it's September. Schools are kind of back in session but you know who knows how long that's gonna last <laughs> yeah schools are probably gonna be out again pretty soon here <laughs> who knows <laughs> oh man so i thought we'd take you know a quick recess in between d2 and d3 and cover next week's movie so we'll uh we'll leave it at that huh okay i think i get it what a pleasant surprise <laughs> okay so uh our show art was done by bryce bridgman uh, you can find him on Instagram. Uh, we actually had a one of our friends actually reach out to him for his podcast, Jesse. <laughs> he actually, I guess our shameless plugs for him have been like working for him because he's uh, working on his podcast art now. Um, so if you have any podcast artwork that you want done, uh, you should definitely DM gr- at Groovy Bridge because Bryce Bridgman will do an amazing job on any piece of art that you want. Um, secondly, you can follow us on Instagram at inside quotes cast. Uh, we post weekly post episodes and stuff. Um, and if you had anything to say 
go ahead and comment on our posts or DM us or whatever. If we had any hot takes that are too hot to handle. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead and give us a follow there. Um, we, we had some hot takes this, this week. Yeah, <laughs> we were specifically talking about the, the sitcoms and stuff early on. <laughs> If you want to have a civil conversation and discussion on why Parks and Rec is better than The Office, go ahead and uh, leave us a DM. And I will show you why you're wrong. And we will respond accordingly with a gif of Ron Swanson. (laughs) I know more than you. (laughs) Uh, But other than that, yeah. Till next week. Keep quacking. Quack, quack. I've had my shares and kicked my face, but I